tuning into For Her Podcast with your host, Yvonne and Carrie Ann. Hi, listeners, and we're back, and we're back with episode two of season two. Um, very excited. <laughs> so exciting. Carrie Ann, yes. we have another guest. Because again, this yeah. season, you're not going to just be hearing our voices. So, Carrie Ann, no. introduce our guests. Okay, I'm so excited for our guest this week. And her name is Elizabeth Henning and we call her Liz and she is fantastic. (laughs) Let me just say that she's one of my closest friends on the planet. And we met many years ago and uh, it is an absolute privilege to be her friend. She's a fantastic mother. She's a fantastic wife. She's a fantastic friend. And uh, so here is Elizabeth Henning. Hi, Hello, Carrie Ann. Hello, Vaughn. I'm so excited. I'm so excited to be here talking with you guys. Mm-hmm. We're so happy to have you. Yes, I, I yes, listen to you are. all the time, and it's like it's so nice to to be able to join you today. Yes, thank you were you were one of our first supporters, so thank you very much for uh, for being a part of this podcast with us. It is yeah. when I, when we were talking about having guests, I knew that I wanted to have you on here. So, uh, and I think this is a perfect episode for you to be a part of and, uh, yeah. So we're going to yeah. just talk about our week. How is your yeah. week Yvonne? Okay. Yvonne <laughs> started a new job, Woo-hoo! a nine to five, Ooh. but it's with a theater company. So I have always like, you know, I'm an actor, but I've also kind of had this desire to always teach. Mm-hmm. I love kids. I love teaching kids. Yeah. And I always thought that I would teach later on in life. Like mm. that was like my retirement plan. Right. Retiring from acting. I was always like, okay, God, I'm going to retire as a teacher, as an arts educator, teaching drama. Mm-hmm. But in a pandemic, he said, hold up. <laughs> never actually consulted with me with what I wanted you to do so I'm going to bring teaching now so I got a job with a theater company YPT Young People's Theater downtown and I love it I absolutely love it I still get to be in the arts I still get to be yeah. with a theater company and I just get to watch children express themselves and their creativity mm. and like you know find their voices I love just watching kids not feel restricted from like their ideas you know I, yeah. and so it's been I love it it's, it's my new job I got a new job guys that's so exciting job. and that's something that so we've been praying for yeah. and God is so faithful that's very so awesome so that's that's how my week awesome has been going Liz what about you how's your week uh, my week's been good first of all congratulations on your new job that's exciting Thank you. yeah um yeah my week's been good I've I'm working at home. I, this is the one year mark of working from That's home. Right. So yeah. it was, it was a year ago that COVID shut down my office. Um, wow. for yeah. those who don't meet, know me, I'm an engineer. Um, so mm-hmm. I work for the MTO. So yeah, my, a year ago, we all got sent home and I've been working from home ever since. Yeah. Um, so it's been, uh, bad some days when my kids were home and good some days like right now school school is open so it's it's fine because yeah. my kids aren't there in the day so I've got you know my nice little office space set up in my kitchen and I can just go to work in my pajamas if I want to that's right <laughs> oh my goodness that's I the love best. that Carrie Ann how it was, was good 
Um, so had a great week. Um, still recovering from my concussion. So limited work. Um, but something exciting that happened, we decided to take our children to a drive in theater, which opened up last week. And uh, so we went and saw Tom and Jerry, which was hilarious. And uh, I was like, Oh, I really don't want to see this movie, but it was actually really good. So what we did was we took our van and we opened the hatch back up on our van. And we piled in with a bunch of blankets in the back. And can I just say that it was beautiful during the day, but it was not beautiful when the movie started. It was so cold. It was <laughs> like we had six blankets on top of us and we were still freezing. We're like, stop squishing me. Oh, you're squishing me. Ah. So it was a Kippenuck adventure, but it was so fun. The kids were like ecstatic that we did that. And they thought it was hilarious that we piled into the back of a van and watched the movie on a big screen. Aww. So yeah, so it, the week is going by and uh, we got to finish off our week with um, a little Tom and Jerry action at the drive-in. So that was super fun. Oh, I love that. I yeah. want to go, go. I've never been to a drive and I want to I maybe we'll make that a date night we'll see totally it is so (laughs) it is so much fun like I really enjoy it we said okay we'll wait till the weather's a little bit nicer next time the wind was so strong and what it would do was it would like come and it would just swoop inside the van so Peter would get it first (laughs) and it would just like and it move everything in the van because it was so strong but it was so fun it was an adventure for sure. So, yeah. Oh, I love that. Well, yeah. welcome, welcome, Liz. And mm-hmm. I'm really excited about this episode because I think this episode speaks a lot to, to me. Yeah. So this, the, 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 the question of this episode is becoming a mom. Is it mm-hmm. to be or not to be? And so mm-hmm. we're just going to talk about it. Yeah. About, you know, the pressures of having kids, the decision of whether or not we want to have kids, you know, so. Yeah. The first thing I want to talk about is the pressure to have children, you know, the pressure for a family and just this thing that society puts on us sometimes Mm. or family and friends put on us sometimes about, you know, oh, you're married. Where are the kids? And so and if you are a person that has a career, just kind of figuring all of that out. Sure. Um, Yeah. I'd like to say that. I'm grateful that I didn't feel any pressure from anybody to have children. There was never a, I don't think I ever remember someone saying, so when are you going to have kids? Like, I don't, I don't think that I ever had that question posed to me. Mm -hmm. Like I, I, when I was trying to think about it, like there was nothing from my parents being like, so when are you going to give me grandkids? You know, like maybe because they already had, they had um, my nephew, Lyndon, for like quite a few years before we had kids. So maybe they just didn't, I don't know. Did anybody else have those questions asked to them or? I feel the same as you, Carrie. And no one, mm-hmm. I mean, I have the same thing where my parents and Rich, my husband's parents, mm-hmm. they were already grandparents. Okay, so yeah. There was never that pressure. No one ever said, oh, when are you guys going to have kids? Like, and mm-hmm. I think we kind of made it clear from the beginning, we didn't want kids. So people never asked us that. Well, that's good. Because you know what? Sometimes when you make that comment, sometimes they're, they're even worse about it, right? They're even worse about coming at you with those questions. Like, how could you make that decision or whatever? 
What about you, Yvonne? Is that a cultural thing for you or is it just, yeah? Oh no. (laughs) I have been asked by many people when Praise and I are going to have kids. Is that right? And eh? I think it's a part of it is because we've been together for so long. Mm. People just want to see what our kids are going to look like. I think. (laughs) True, true. I think that's what it is. And I mean, like his parents are grand are are just new grandparents because my sister-in-law just had a, a a baby like wait okay maybe not just just she's almost two. Oh, but... is she almost two no way she's almost <laughs> yeah, she, two. She's oh my goodness two. so isn't that crazy Carrie yes she's I can't believe two. that oh absolutely beautiful little girl she's gorgeous so she's almost two and my parents are not grandparents but I think the pressure is because praise is the only boy <laughs> Okay. So it's this thing of like, you know, I, I think it's just that, ex- I think it's more excitement yeah. from family and friends than anything. Okay. I don't think this pressure of like, you're a woman, you're married, you have to have kids. I think yeah. it's coming from everyone being really excited for us. Okay. Um, and we've been married almost three years now. And um, I, I just go back and forth about it. Mm. But the thing is, my heart's desire is honestly to be a mom. That is my heart's desire. Okay. Well, that's it's good. like, it's something that I don't think at the end of the day, I always think if, if I knew when I was going to die and I looked back at my life, that would be one of my regrets. If I didn't have kids okay. would be, you know, that would be one of my regrets. Mm-hmm. But then I have this <laughs> other side of me. Who's like, your career is very much on appearances and you know, you need to be quick and be able to move and go yeah. for this audition and be on set for this many days and, you know, do shows mm-hmm. at night. And I sometimes I'm like, if I have kids, will that be taking away from my career? Right. I go back. That's the, the back and forth of it all. It, am I willing to give up maybe like a year or two off my career or working so hard mm. with this career that I've been chasing for so long to raise kids? Or yeah. is it better to just keep chasing my career and then finally make it, but then I don't have, have my kids? That That's I a hard choice. Want. That is a hard choice. Yeah. Mine was more selfish. Mine was like, I don't want to have kids because I don't want to get fat. That was like, <laughs> that was like legit. Like there was nothing, like no chasing anything. It was just like flat out selfishness. I don't want to give up my time. I'm super selfish with my time. I only want to just be me and Pete. I don't want anybody to interrupt this. I don't want to be woken up in the middle of the night. (laughs) I don't want to be woken up early in the morning. Like it was all selfish reasons why I said I'm never having kids. That's what I was like. I'm never having kids because I'm selfish. That's flat out. That's the only reason. What about you? I remember Carrie Ann when you and I became friends we both didn't have kids. And I remember us talking about that, about being selfish. And that was my reason too. It was, I was selfish and I was okay with being so, I mean, I had my career. I liked, Mm -hmm. I still have my career, but I liked my career. I liked being able to just travel to just pick up and go and do what we wanted when we wanted. And I didn't want to get up in the middle of the night. I didn't want to have to just deal with kids. Mm -hmm. Like it's just, life is easier when you don't have to deal with that right so yeah it was purely selfish (laughs) (laughs) I I I mean honestly mine is a bit selfish too because I'm really just thinking about my myself my like my career that's all I'm thinking about but I also really do want kids guys ultimately yeah I want them I think it's just 
trusting that God's timing is best. Sure. And, and, you know, my mother-in-law always says, Yvonne, like, how do you not, how do you like, know? like maybe your kids are just once it's even like a step to getting the blessing of your, like in your career. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you know that God's not going to use your kids to help, you know, you advance in your career sure. or whatever. You just don't know why you don't know what God's going to do in your life with giving you kids. Mm-hmm. Why are you freaking out about it? That's what she, that's, that's because she really wants grandbabies. But, <laughs> but I do sometimes think about it and I'm like, why, like, I need to give up that what if, you know, sure. and just being scared of, or I think, okay, English. I think what I'm scared <laughs> of is being judged. I was going to say your industry is very different from our industry when it comes yeah. to having children. Yeah. And men can have a baby with a woman or whatever. And like, they can just keep going on with their career. We are on hold. We're not going to yeah. get a part because, or you're not going to get a part because you have a pregnant belly or, you know, like, because you can't have the freedom to go to audition. Like it is completely different for a woman in your industry. And that's yeah. what I was thinking about. Like, that's going to be a hard decision for actresses to make. Yeah. But it you could cause you a part in a, in a role or whatever. Right. Yeah. And then I, but then I see all these actresses who are having kids and it's because they've made it. You have all the money in the world to like not work and take mm. care. Of, and I'm just not at that level. And so mm. I do think about it a lot. And I'm always scared that I'm going to judge, get judged by other female actresses being like, oh, you are having kids, mm. not care about, you know, yeah. getting a role or audition. Like, that's what I'm scared about. But you see the actresses that are really popular right now, right? They're like in their late 30s, 40s, sometimes mid 40s having kids now. Like, yeah. that's a that's a big decision to wait that long. Yeah. You're adding extra complications. You're adding the fact that you're going to be a, a parent to a teenager when you're 60, 70 years old. Like to me, I like, that's, those are the things that I thought about when choosing to have children. And when I did decide to have kids, I thought, well, we got to have them soon. Cause I want to be a young grandparent. I want to be, <laughs> I want to be a healthy grandparent, right? My brain goes right to the future. Like I want them to be out of my life, not out of my life, out of my home. <laughs> that was a big flip. Oops. Uh, out of my home early enough that I could still have a life with my husband after. So like, right. there's, I, I think like, it's one of those things where you can say all you want. Yeah. And you can make all the plans in the world and God is going to do his plan for you. Cause he knows what's best, not what we know what's best. That's so, so true. Want to, and I was, yeah, go ahead. I was just going to say, like, I think that it's not necessarily a bad thing to be thinking about your career and kind of feel a bit selfish about it because mm-hmm. you know what, I think if you went into it thinking like, Oh, it's no big deal like at least you're recognizing that it's, you know, if you choose to do that, it's a big deal and it's going to change your life. And I don't think that that's a bad thing to have those feelings of feeling selfish about wanting your career first. Like, I think that's totally reasonable and we should be okay with feeling that way. Right. I really love that you said that. Mm -hmm. I think there's going to be listeners listening who might be in my same position who just need to hear that, you know, um, so 
so now Liz, you have kids. So what's what, like what switched? Like what happened? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, okay. So my, my story was, I didn't want kids. Um, mm-hmm. We were married for, we'd been married for about four, I guess, probably four years when oops, I got pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> and so we're like, like, and I remember when I got pregnant, I was not like, I wasn't overjoyed and I wasn't thrilled about it. I was mm-hmm. like, my goodness, this, this is happening. Mm-hmm. But my husband is awesome. And he said, okay, so you know what, we're gonna, we're gonna make this work. Mm-hmm. And we're gonna figure it out. And every day, we're gonna talk about like something that's gonna be good about having kids. Right. So we went through that process of every day, just talking about what would be good. And like, unfortunately, I, I lost that first pregnancy. Mm-hmm. So, but because we had gone through so long, like, I was almost three months at that point. So mm-hmm. we had gone through so long of talking about it and being excited and excited about it, like trying to psych ourselves up yeah. that after that, we decided, you know what, like, let's, let's go for it. And let's, we, we were kind of like, let's just see what happens. Mm-hmm. If it, if it happens, it happens. And if it doesn't, like, I didn't want to be like, I was in my thirties at this point. I didn't want to be really old and having kids. So I said, if it doesn't happen, if I don't get pregnant, then we're just going to stop. We're going to make sure we cannot get pregnant and we'll yeah. be totally okay with that. And I would have been fine with not having kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And very shortly after I got pregnant with my daughter and like no regrets, like I'm very happy yeah. it happened. <laughs> I, yeah. I love her to death. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm really happy that kind of God worked it out that way. Right. That, you know, it's all about the journey and it's your journey. I remember we were, I I was at the church with Peter and I remember you and Rich coming to the church and you were like, you didn't know. I I feel like I don't want to put like words into your mouth or anything like that, but you were like kind of upset and you didn't, you didn't want to be upset about it, but you needed prayer in that moment when you, when you had found out that you are pregnant. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and I, and I do remember actually after you had had lost that baby and you came in again and we prayed with you. I remember those moments. Those are like moments that I remember I cherish in my ministry is like having those moments of prayer with you and walking you with you through that journey. And I just, I just admired your strength through that time because I know how you felt before and Mm. that journey that God allowed you to go through and Mm. to see where you are now with these beautiful children. I, I, and like, even if you chose after that to still not have children, that would have been your journey and that would have been fine too. Right. Like, but I remember, I remember like having, I, we were in the hallway of the church and we were praying and, I just, for me, that was a, that was like a beautiful moment that I got to share with you as your friend. And I love to see how God worked through you and rich through that process. So that was really cool. Yeah, it's, it's pretty awesome the way it worked out. But and I must say, though, initially, I remember feeling like, I hope it's okay that I talk about this, Carrie, but I remember feeling a lot of guilt. Be- mm. when I first first got pregnant because mm. like I know Carrie Ann like not to share your story but you were struggling yeah. yes. at the time mm. yep to conceive and 
I, I know you really wanted children and mm-hmm. I felt so horribly guilty that like, right. why me, why me who doesn't want children who would have been totally happy without mm-hmm. how come I got pregnant and, you know, Carrie Ann mm-hmm. can't like, that's not wow. fair. And mm-hmm. That was really hard. Do you know, but that's a reality of a lot of women. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a reality. And I'm actually very um, happy that you've shared that mm-hmm. because you know, that is something that friendship groups go through yeah. where you've got some women who are struggling and really want it. And some who are like, you know, mm-hmm. this is not my priority. And I, yeah. I, I'm happy you've mentioned that you've, that guilt, mm-hmm. you know, it is, yeah. it is a, it is a real reality. And I remember in the moment that that thought never even crossed my mind. Mm. <laughs> right. I remember being like, that this first of all it had nothing to do with me what you were going through in that moment and I just Mm. needed to be there for you in that moment right and like in your privacy of your own home here's here's more of the things that that frustrated me when we started becoming foster parents and seeing these poor children um you know coming into this world in such horrible ways like, mm-hmm. how come they all get to have kids and I don't get to have kids? Like, mm-hmm. those were more of moments that I dealt with. Your moment, never felt that. Never felt Aww, that. I love that. Yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah. Um, let's normalize that, women. Let's mm-hmm. normalize being happy and just supporting our friends when they're going through these kind of decisions. Yeah. Because let's normalize women that don't want to have kids. That's not a bad thing. No. I think yeah. you should never feel bad for not wanting to have kids. That's right. You know, that doesn't make you less of a wife. It doesn't make you less of a woman to choose that, you know, what's best for me in my life is to not have kids. But then also let's normalize when women are passionate and are excited mm-hmm. about having kids yeah. and let's not make them feel bad for choosing to be a mother and to experience that let's not make them feel like Mm -hmm. oh you chose to be a mother so you're throwing so much away or like you're giving up so much of what you could be doing with your life you know it's oh oh I hate I hate that we have to even say the words let's not judge women for making (laughs) choices why do we have to even utter those words why can't we just be like support whatever anybody chooses just because you can't imagine your life without your children or without having children. That doesn't mean that someone else has that same passion. What yeah. about people who really, really want to have children, but can't have children? What about right. their journey? Right? Yeah. Like it, it, everybody has their own journey and it's not our place to judge. And yeah. like, just because I can't fathom someone not wanting to have children, but mm-hmm. we all three of us have said, at some point in our life, we do not want to have children. We yeah. have all uttered it. So how can we judge someone else for having that same feeling, but never changing their mind? Yeah. It's yeah. okay. It's okay for people to choose, you yeah. know? Yeah. And I think these days, like this past year, I think back, like if I had known when I got pregnant that I'd have to go through this past year of, you know, mm. dealing with the homeschooling and like all of the you know yeah. that has been. Let's just call it what it is a load of crap yeah. <laughs> yeah. Would, would that have changed my mind would that have made me go nope not gonna do it I don't mm. want to deal with that 
So I think about women today, like choosing to have kids and like at the moment, the, the future seems so uncertain in a lot of ways. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that must make it even harder to make that decision of, mm-hmm. are you going to have kids or are you not with like, you, you don't know what's happening. Yeah. Like we like to hope that it's all going to be back to normal. Yeah. But I mean, we don't know what's going to happen after this. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I think also for me, one of my fears is raising kids in this world. I was mm-hmm. just going to say that, Yvonne, I was going to ask you and you tell me if this is an inappropriate question and we can cut it. For this. But <laughs> like, OK, so me having a child in this type of a society, yes, there's there's th- definitely things that my children are going to have to go through. But Mm -hmm. your children are going to have to go through something completely different than Mm -hmm. what my white children are going to have to go through. Yeah. So is that in your thought process of having children? If I have a black, beautiful baby boy growing up, Mm -hmm. you know, we've had this conversation where you have to like have conversations with your children about when you're driving and if a police officer approaches you, there's so many different things like that we can bring up. Mm-hmm. Is that part of your process in thinking about having children? 150,000%. Right. Yes. Especially this last year, everything that's happened, mm. it has been something that has been weighing on me a lot more is do I really want to bring kids into this world for mm. them to just go through it, you know? Yeah. But then ultimately I have to remind myself that you're, it's not in your hands. When God gives you yeah. these blessings, he's going to take over them. And for you as a mother, your job is to just pray over your children mm. is to go on your knees and pray that God is watching over your kids because there's only so much you as a human can do to protect your child. Right. And so lately that's kind of where my mindset has been is when you have these kids, mm-hmm. they're not your, they're God's kids. Like right. you, ultimately you're giving that back and being yeah. like, hey, God, you've given me these kids. I need you to protect them. I need you to walk through life with them. And I need you to, you know, mm-hmm. I can only raise them in a way that hopefully, you know, they go back to God as well. But I just, it's one of the fears that I've been having. Yeah. And lately, it's given me a lot more anxiety thinking about it. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just this thing of Yvonne, it's not, you're not in control of that. Yeah. Just have, if you want to have your kids, have them Mm -hmm. and just trust that God's going to equip you with the wisdom you need to raise them in this world Mm -hmm. or yeah. But I do, I do think about that. Even like daughters, Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh my gosh, now I got to teach her like that her black is beautiful and that her hair is beautiful. And and not only do I have to teach her, but I have to show her. And if I'm not quite there yet, how am I supposed to, you know, show Mm -hmm. her that? all of oh it's so weird and it's yeah. these things that like why are you staying up at night thinking about this because <laughs> it's that reality that I think it about, you know yeah. Um, I, yeah I fear like failing my kids in that sense right like because I'm trying to in one sense tell Brooklyn how beautiful she is and how she doesn't have to compare herself to anybody else where I am in the same breath you know, counting my calories and, and <laughs> making sure that I, you know, like, so there's so many different things yeah. and like accepting who you are. Don't let anybody else tell you who you are, you be yeah. who you are, but then in the same, I struggle with that. So yeah. it's, it's like, yeah, I fear, I fear to ruin my children, <laughs> like with my own insecurities and my own things that I have to deal yeah. with. Yeah. 
I'm just wondering, Liz, if you ever had any of that where you Mm. were like, I don't want to have kids because I don't want X, Y, and Z. Mm. Yes, definitely. And I think um, like what you said about kind of just letting go and giving it to God, that's been a big part of my journey with Mm. having kids Mm -hmm. and just like realizing that it doesn't matter. I mean, obviously I'm going to try my best. I'm going to try to be the best mom that I can be. But it doesn't matter what I do. In the end, they're going to make their own choices and yeah. they're going to make choices some days that I don't agree with. And yeah. I just got out of hope that, they turn, like, that I've raised them to make the best choices mm. that they can make and hope yeah. that nothing terrible happens to them. And like, I was the kind of person that I, I thought before that I would be really afraid of like just something awful happening to my kids all the time. Right. That right. I do kind of a helicopter like on top of them all the time. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not, I'm, I'm actually a lot more just kind of let them go. Yeah. Like let them do their own thing. And I think that's a big part of that is kind of giving that over to God and just being like, these kids are basically like on loan to me and mm. they're going to be way. fine, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So I can understand that, that anxiety of like, you don't want bad things to happen to your kids. Yeah. My biggest fear. And you know what? I used to be like all about sleepovers. I used to go to sleepovers. <laughs> I used to have people sleep over. Now I'm just like, no, no, my kid is not <laughs> over anywhere. Like what if something happens to them? What if someone does something to my, like my brain goes to so many horrible places yeah. that I'm just like, I hate that it goes there. Yeah. But my it's, biggest, it's fear, normal. yeah. And my biggest fear is like, I'm doing my best to raise them to love Jesus, but what if they choose not to love Jesus or what if they choose it completely? My brain. Yeah. It's, I, I just want them to love Jesus. And, and your, <laughs> and, and your whole thing, Yvonne and, and Liz is like, they're not mine. They're in God's hands. God has it under control. And I know that I, that I, I'm there for other parents who are, who are going through this. And as their pastor, I'm like, you know what, all you can do is just pray. And here I am in the same breath saying like, (laughs) Oh, what if my kid is like, mom makes this choice or does this, but like, it is, it's all in leaving them in God's hands and surrendering them over to God and, and whatever choice we make surrendering that over to God. A hundred percent. I have another question because the both of you had kids a a lot older, um, like Mm -hmm. later on in life. Mm -hmm. And do you feel like, do you feel like that came with limitations or restrictions? Cause I'm, I'm turning, I'm in turning 27 this year. And I, yeah. sometimes I'm like, Oh my gosh, I'm almost 30. <laughs> <laughs> oh my and gosh, I'm, I'm turning 42 in a week. I, <laughs> I'm always like, I want to have my kids before I'm 30. So I just yeah. get this thing of like, I've always been told like the o- older you wait, the more this, this, that, 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 that. Mm-hmm. And so I just kind of want to hear from women who did wait and did have kids older, like, what what was that experience or like what restrictions or limitations kind of came with that you know Mm. I would say for myself absolutely not like in terms of I'm thankful I'm so thankful that I waited Mm. um so I was 31 32 when I had my daughter like I'm I'm gonna be 40 in a couple weeks and she's eight now Mm -hmm. so um I think that we were in a better place financially Mm-hmm. I think we were in a better place spiritually. Our marriage was in a better place because mm-hmm. we waited. We were able to just like overcome trials and things a lot mm-hmm. easier. We were working together better. So 100%, I have zero regrets. And I don't think I've had any limitations from having them at this age. Like right. I, I would 
way to get in a heartbeat. And I would recommend it. Like for me, it was, it was the right decision. Mm. Now, if you have kids when they're younger, I mean, that's a different experience and they're my age and having their kids move out of the house. And that's <laughs> exactly. That's kind of the situation. <laughs> yeah. That's the, that's the situation yeah. that I'm in. A lot of my friends, their kids are like going to college and I'm like, yeah, I've got a, a five-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah 100%. I know. I know for me, it wasn't really like my choice in mm-hmm. being an older mom. Mm-hmm. Uh, we tried for 10 years. Mm-hmm. Um, most people, I don't know, most people know that story. I'm not sure. But and then we fostered and we adopted. And then I finally got pregnant at age 36. Mm. So um, and then I had all yet. 37. And the only limitation is probably my own fault is the fact that um, I'm not as healthy as I was when I was younger. And that's my fault for not keeping that up. I wouldn't say that it's not. um, There's no that's the only limitation that I feel and I feel like that's my own fault for not and that's why at age soon to be 42, Liz and I share a birthday weekend. And when we, we lived close to each other, we used to celebrate that together. Um, but uh, I'm going to be 42. And now I'm starting to just, because I want to be able to do things with my kids um, mm-hmm. and have the energy to do it. And that's all on me. That has nothing to do with having the kids older. It's all about me choosing to either be unhealthy or healthy. So I think that whatever your journey is, whatever place you're at, whether, Mm -hmm. um, and so I guess I can only give a perspective in the fact that after I had Oliver, we were deciding whether we were going to have another child. Mm -hmm. And in that journey where it took us 10 years before we were like, okay, are we like, take going to take Oliver as the miracle that he is, Mm -hmm. or are we going to try again? And could it be another 10 years? right? Mm. Or could it be a couple months? Who knows what that journey would have looked like. And we had to decide whether we wanted to get pregnant at 45. Right. That's how long it took. So we just, we just decided to um, take our two little miracles for, for who they are and, and kind of stop that journey. Then that was a decision for us. Mm -hmm. Um, We didn't, I didn't want to go through the heartbreak of waiting years again. That was a decision for us. Um, But I think that Yvonne, if at 27, you want to have a baby, you're going to be a fantastic mom. If you're 37 having a baby, you're going to be a fantastic mom. Yeah. And I think it's, it's all about how you want your journey with praise to be. Yeah. Yeah. I, (laughs) praise and I go back and forth. Like Mm -hmm. sometimes you're like, are we okay with just having one? (laughs) Yeah. But then I'm like, oh, but I want to, like we on, yeah, (laughs) it is quite the conversation in Mm -hmm. this house, but ultimately we both want kids. We do. And I think I just always want to be in a position that I can give my kid the best, Mm. you know, and it's just, it's just the things that we freak out about, freak out about is not in my control. Ultimately I say, God, I do want a kid Mm -hmm. and just trust that he'll provide or even like bring things in your life that will help you Mm -hmm. to have these kids and to raise them. Yeah. And I'm always like, oh my goodness, like I love kids and I love being with other people's kids. What if I'm a terrible mother? <laughs> you know, I felt that. I felt that 100%. I'm a children's pastor. I'll be good at this. No, when they're your own, you can't give them back. Right? Like, <laughs> right. Well, I'm not great with other people's kids. Like, 
I'm not. And I like, I had never changed a diaper really before my daughter was born. (laughs) So different journey. So, you know, I'm not great with kids, but Mm -hmm. I'm great with my kids. Like I, I love my kids. I love being around my kids. Do I I love being around other people's kids? No, not always. (laughs) (laughs) They love my kids this weekend. No. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love the honesty. No, not really. Not a, not a, not a, But I think Yvonne, what you said was key is that you and praise both want to have kids. Yes. And I think that's a discussion. If you're not married yet, that's a discussion you need to have with your spouse and be honest about it. If you are married and you're just having this conversation, well, you need to be on the same page because it wouldn't be fair for one parent, one person to want to be a parent and one person not to be that yeah. it's just a cause like that's just going to be disastrous. Right. So you just need yeah. to make sure that you're on the pa- same page. And, you know, sometimes like, for example, let's say Rich and Liz were on different uh, sides of the coin on this, on this topic and you had your oops. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's a totally different life that is going to come out of that. So you just, yeah. I think that, communication is key and making sure that you're both like on the same page that's why I would say if you're not married yet and what and you're thinking that your spouse might change their mind later mm, I think you should really like think about that right like yeah before getting married these are the conversations that you need to have a hundred percent for sure yeah that's definitely conversations that we had and I mean Mm -hmm. and we said from the start like yeah we don't want kids but you know if like you know accidents happen Mm -hmm. if it happens then we were Mm -hmm. we knew that we were gonna deal Mm -hmm. with that and we were gonna have a baby and we would be okay with that like that's ultimately like it wasn't like a question of that like we knew we were gonna be on the same page so Mm -hmm. yeah and I want to speak for the women out there who want to have kids, but don't necessarily want to get married or they mm. just kind of want to raise kids by themselves. That is okay. If you, in your heart, you, you're mm. desiring to raise these kids and you want to have a kid or adopt a kid or foster a kid by mm-hmm. yourself, that is okay. I remember when I met Praise, cause we started dating young and mm. he used to say, that when I'm done university because he wasn't planning on getting married or having a girlfriend he that wasn't I was not in his plans <laughs> but I, I happened but I remember him always saying like when I'm done school I'm gonna get a job and they're gonna like I'm gonna adopt a little a, a kid and raise them by myself and then and okay. then if I meet a woman then you know you have to accept me and my kid like he used to say mm. that and I remember I brought it up the other day. He's like, yeah, yeah, whatever. But <laughs> there are people like that who mm-hmm. are like, I don't necessarily want to get married, but I do want to have a kid. And so I want to adopt or I want to, you know, want to go mm-hmm. through a different route of having this child, but not necessarily raise them with a partner. And I think mm-hmm. that is okay as well. I don't yeah. want people that make that decision to feel like, you know, you're a bad person because you know you don't want to be married first to have a kid mm. you know I think that's okay that's just me and I have pe- I know people who are like that who don't mm. have a husband or a wife but are raising kids because mm. you know sometimes they'll just foster and just f- fall in love with this, mm-hmm. this kid and end up raising them as their own so I do want to speak to yeah. the people out there that don't you know 
have don't make that decision not to yeah. get married but still want to have um raise kids as well mm-hmm. yeah no that's good yeah no that's that's a good uh a good way to look at it and again we go back to everybody's journey is different yeah. like we're lucky all three of us we're blessed i should say that we found the people that God wants us to spend our life with. Right. Mm -hmm. And not everybody either wants that or has had that opportunity yet. Yeah. So, yeah. So sky's the limit. I'm just going to say there's lots of children out there that need people (laughs) to love them. And uh, I have fostering one of the best things that Peter and I have ever done. And I can't wait to do it again. I don't know when that's going to happen, but it's on the horizon and I'm excited for it. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Good. Yeah. I love that. I love it. This Mm. is such a good conversation. I think having like different uh, perspectives is always, Mm -hmm. is always great. And just listening to other people's journeys is always, is always cool as well. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. So with that, I just want to say thank you to Liz for Mm -hmm. joining us today and for giving us your (laughs) perspective. And I just think your story is so cool. Mm -hmm. I just think it's like from someone that didn't want to have kids and now you have beautiful children and you're, I'm sure I've heard you're a great mom. And I think there Mm -hmm. are a lot of people like that who are in the same position as you. And so Mm-hmm. will definitely benefit from hearing your story as well. So I just want to say thank you and for joining us on our yeah. podcast. What a, do you have anything else to add? Um, no, I'm just going to say that, Liz, you're welcome back anytime, anytime. obviously. <laughs> and uh, I, like you are one of my favorite people on the planet. So thank you so much for um, being a part of this with us and sharing your story and not everybody's brave enough to share their story. So thank you so much for doing that. And I do have a little quote here, if that's okay. Okay. We should go after our dreams and not be apologetic about it. Mm. You have to do what makes you a fuller person. You have to love yourself, whatever journey you're on, whatever, you know, whatever you choose for your life mm-hmm. and whatever you allow God to do through you. I'd like to add as well, because he ultimately is the best person ever. <laughs> so, right. Yeah. Thank That's you. Good. Yeah. I love that. I love that quote. So with that being said, I just want to leave our listeners and say, don't forget to be bold, brave, and beautiful. And until next time, we love you. Bye.